welcome. I'm Metal. And I'm Skull, and you're listening to PodcastMan.exe, a podcast detailing our journey through the Mega Man Battle Network anime. Jack in, Podcast Man, power up! Absolutely beautiful. Thanks. Well, after uh, our fun little pair of episodes and discussions last week, uh, this time around we're kind of getting more back into the swing of things with the you know, typical tournament arc style. Yeah, but I work. actually really liked these two episodes. I Yeah, you know, I, I liked them well enough. I liked I, I liked them once we got to like the main meat of the plot between them. Okay, yeah, fair enough. It's just that I don't know, they're solid tournament arc episodes. This is like Hunter yeah. Hunter. It's a tournament arc, but sometimes, you know, it's good. Yeah, sometimes. No, wait, I take that back. I I take that back. It's not near Hunter Hunter, but it's still. (laughs) I was going to say, like, wow, that's really kind of you. (laughs) It's like Yu Yu Hawk Show. Yeah, that's still probably a little too kind, but. (laughs) You're right, it is way too kind. It's like, uh, the first season of Bleach. Yeah, I mean. That might be a little too harsh now. I don't know. I actually don't know. Uh, I don't know Bleach, but no, no, the first season of Bleach was really good. Okay, well then, fine then. Yeah, but it's okay. These episodes are fine. They're just fine. Wait, no, I know what it's like. What? What is it like? It's like Sailor Moon. Like the yeah, okay, fair enough. Like the filleriest of episodes. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes your monster of the week, it's just not that compelling. Sometimes the monster of the week, it is compelling, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, that's that's very fair. Anyway, we started the first episode with me hoping that we weren't going to get a beach episode because Land's walking on the beach with a blindfold on, and I'm like, oh god, I didn't think we were getting the beach episode already. <laughs> yeah, we're stepping on the beach. Do, 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 do. Uh, but Land is doing so blindfolded. Um, beauties, la la la. What? Uh, the uh, Phantom Returns, the Phantom of the Opera sequel. Remember the bathing beauty song? Love never dies. I didn't watch that. I wasn't there for that because <laughs> I think I had something going on that night. But like, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm fine missing this. You know what? Yeah, that makes you a traitor. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we had to sit through bathing beauties and bathing beauties reprise. <laughs> sorry (laughs) like i do know like i had something it i didn't just like skip out on it but i did skip out on it (laughs) uh and i hope i'll never have to see that for the rest of my life but anyway (laughs) i force people to watch stuff when it's my birthday But yes. I wouldn't want to do that to myself. Exactly. That I, I knew that. Like you, you want to make me watch it. I mean, that just means you have to watch it again, motherfucker. All right, all right. Uh, uh metal. Step into the confessional box. Uh huh. I absolve you of your sins, and you must listen to the rainbow belongs to God. <laughs> he don't do that. Fuck it. Five Hail Marys and one rainbow belongs to God. <laughs> um, yeah, but luckily this this is not a beach episode. Uh, as as we said, Lan is just walking around, uh, blindfolded. I guess it's just like a, a test to see how in sync he and Hub are, and. You know what? Like, thank God Hub is, like, just a little bit stupid enough to think that this is a good idea. But Hub <laughs> because still he... saves him from... Well, no, he doesn't. Hub fails to save him. I mean, he does try, but, like, at least in the dub, he's, like, he's, like, fully, like, on board with this plan. Not so much he... the original. Uh, well, you know, like, what are we doing? This, this is kind of dumb. Wait, watch out! 
no <laughs> dub dub hub like i mean he sounds like a himbo so they made him act like a himbo <laughs> that's fair enough in the original he sounds like a baby so they made him act like a mom mm -hmm. but yeah uh and he wan is doing um some crazy measures to better prepare himself to do the program advance because he is Still not over Chad flexing on him so hard. Um, learn, learn, learn of yeah. the city, dumb as he can be. Learn, yeah. learn, learn of the city. Watch out for that tree. He, yeah, he and he doesn't. He... <laughs> but yeah, so so his ego's ego's still a little bruised, but that's okay because he gets a little break at the start of this episode uh, because we begin with a battle between Tori and Melu. Roll versus Iceman, it's going to be a tough battle. Like, honestly, this is one of the most evenly matched battles we see. Yeah! I mean, I, I was still just like, alright, here we go, back in the tournament arc. I, like, partially checked out, like, after uh, Iceman and Roll exchanged some telepathic, ad-libbed uh, trash talk that sure is telepathic. Yeah. That sure is ad-libbed. Yeah, like, because they're they're quiet in the original, right? They just oh, yeah. stand there. Yep, that's what I thought. But yeah, I mean, but after their the first, moves, they just they just think at each other in the dub. After the first shot, they're both like, you know, like let's be good fighters about it. Okay, let's go. And then after mm -hmm. that, silence. Uh huh. And so in the dub, they fill that silence, and it's funny because they're obviously yeah, it's just. It's just thoughts. Rabita says that while well, Iceman has been spending all of his time working at the water plant, maybe he hasn't had the time to train and bond well with Tori. And I'm like, yeah, he no, yeah. no, he's still strong. Nothing can yeah, stop him. He's, he's strong. He's he's a strong boy. He's a strong boy. Also, the animation on Roll's Aqua Tower was super smooth. It it was really good. I have a feeling it was. Just, you know, stock footage. It's probably stock footage, but again, like Sailor Moon, they went yeah, and did the stock footage well. It, it, they did. They did. It, it's still good animation, regardless. Um, I give props where they're due. Yeah, no, no, it's very fair. Um, and then Masa says that the hmm? one oh, with sorry. the most calcium will win. Yes, Mesa does say that. <laughs> he does say that when they're all out watching them. Meanwhile, in the background, Hub is practicing slapping chips on his PET as if that'll help. Uh, well, wait, you mean Lan? First of all? First of all, I did mean Lan. <laughs> but you are right! Yeah! Lan is just, like, practicing the motions of putting in, like, the right chips for the program advance, and Hub is, like, you know, doing the motions of, like, you know, wielding the swords together, and they're both, like, saying, like, oh, the battle chip in, download, wide sword battle chip in, download, yada yada, and they're, like, like, like a mantra, and it's just really funny. They <laughs> are both very Hare Krishnas, or yeah. Hare Nitras. <laughs> but... Also, in the meanwhile, we uh, are introduced to two little minor net navvies named, and they're Drillman. So I guess this is Drillman.exe, and also his little buddy Pickman. And they are they're very cute. Like they're talking so much about like how they're gonna wipe the floor with Blastman and Stoneman in their fight. Um. But apparently, and then they die. Yeah, they died, or at least get logged out or whatever. Yeah, they're they're wiped out, in one capacity or another, and it's very unfortunate because I, you know, these construction boys are very good, and their construction net ops are are very distraught. They are. I love the construction net ops. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all we see of them. But honestly. Good scene. Good scene. Yeah. A plus ladies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we get back to the fight with Roll and Iceman. And even though Roll is using water-based attacks to fight Iceman, she still is able to come out the winner 
in the well, end of the it. And she uses roll cyclone. This is true. She does use a, a cyclone attack to blow back. Uh, blow back Iceman. the ice, freeze Iceman. Yeah. So obviously, you know, Roll has certainly proved herself very strong right now. Yeah, she even defeated him in his own own element. Yeah. Now he's in there and she's out here. And she's the sheriff. Yeah. Fuck, I can't remember how the rest of it goes. Uh, I want to lose the caveman. Oh my god. No, you know what? What I want to know is, who are these fucking shadowy-ass dudes with these robes on? Uh, I'll tell you who they are. Uh Uh-huh. They are the Jawa basketball team. I also I was thinking of like oh this is like something from Star Wars but I'm not enough of a Star Wars nerd to remember what they are. They're the so Jawas. They're really yeah. tall. They're really tall Jawas. Um, Go for but, the gold yeah. in the Beijing Olympics, boys. <laughs> yeah, um, but we only see them briefly. It's just like yeah, these two identical, uh, apparently net ops. Uh, kind of just going through the arena, uh, but we quickly security guards as you do. Oh yeah, that's true. They do do that. So yeah, these guys are just having a normal one. Meanwhile, you know, uh, everyone comes out to congratulate Melu and Tori, especially Sweet Nismari, who is very proud of both of them for doing such a good job having a good fight and being good sports about it they are such good sports about it we love these children yeah and meanwhile lan is still going through the motions of the program advance like uh just beside them like yeah hey lan how do you think i did and then she looks over it's like slap 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 And he's still saying, like, uh, longsword uh, battle chip in down low, wisesword battle chip in down. And it's like, oh my god, this boy is like, he's really being a fighting game player right now. He's doing the motions of his fingers just automatically. Someone and not him. even not even very accurately, because at first he actually had his fingers in place and he was doing the sliding motion. At At this point, he is actually just slapping the PET. <laughs> yeah. So he needs to be stopped. He does. Um, but yeah, uh, cut back to the androids, I believe. And, um, I don't even remember. All I remember is that, like, I was just, like, watching them and just being confused, like, so, and, like, figuring, like, pretty quickly, like, are these just, like, fucking androids that are being uh, controlled by Blastman and Stone Man? Okay, I'm going to give a little bit of a mask off here. Yeah. The minute I saw them, after a while, after they threatened the security guard and their eyes glowed, I was like, oh, wait, is this like in that fanfic I wrote where Base takes control of Android <laughs> body? Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let's not reveal too much now. <laughs> look, look, but- our listeners know that Base is a character and I said nothing wrong. That's, no, you didn't say anything. It's just, I'm just like, God, I haven't thought about that fic in a long time. But no, yeah, I was also getting like similar flashbacks. Uh, but Wait, yeah. Wait, doesn't he do that in the actual series for just a little while? Or am I misremembering? <laughs> and well, I'll just... cut this out. No, it's okay. I'm, I'll say, you know, remember this, uh, you know, remember this, because uh, it's a surprise tool that'll come up again later. <laughs> oh, so Rubina yeah. says that these two are undefeated. They have never been defeated. All their navvies have been ganked during practice before. Yeah, uh, they've, yeah, as it turns out, it, the way it's uh, described exactly in the dub is that they're undefeated by default. Because their opponents have basically failed to come to their fight 
and you know that's when we realize that oh they just uh <laughs> they're fucking cheaters who wipe the floor with drill man and pick man before their fight so they wouldn't. technically they had a fight it just wasn't a fair one and it wasn't but officially sanctioned this is true yeah so <laughs> so yeah they're they're little stinking cheaters and uh the kids you know wiley's three rejected kids are oh. mad to see them <laughs> to see them getting ahead in the tournament they are um, as they eat at Mickey D's and yeah. Matt is sitting there taking a little sippy sip out of his apple juice. <laughs> I, one thing I loved in the conversation is like Yahoo basically saying, oh, the vibes of those two are rancid. Believe it or not, it's the same in the original. Thank God. <laughs> And yeah, they're getting so mad that like, you know, Wiley has replaced them with these two weirdos and it's just like, guys, you should unionize. You can't unionize against your father. <laughs> they could try. I, evil genius, uh, 68M, and my three stupid children, 23F, 20... 7M and 34M have unionized. <laughs> My good child. <laughs> oh, oh, I have I have a question though, uh uh for uh, original versus dub comparison. Um when uh Yahoo is is um you know, when they're having their meal, does Yahoot uh, comment about how his curry is bad? Yes, yes. He starts out saying, Mazuna, as in, oh, this is this is bad. Like, this is bad news. Mazuna curry. Bad curry. It's the same <laughs> joke. <laughs> well, because he, he calls it stew in the dub. <laughs> okay, so. you know that gif of the extremely white man blinking his eyes? Maybe that's a very that's a very like oh I think yes yes I know which one you're talking about now I think I know because I had why is he just like mm -hmm. yeah. that's me right now yeah <laughs> you call it Stu and I knew that had to be some dub nonsense <laughs> so thank you for confirming that. Why would they even change it to stew, though? I mean, I it's not like curry is that weird. It's really not. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so meanwhile, the Jawas just boldly crush a microphone with one hand. That They do do that. Um, Higsby tries to interview them, and one of them just, yeah, grabs his microphone and crushes it in his hand. I was like, damn, power move. All right. Dick move, but power move. Another dick move, but power move? Lifting up two grade school children by their shirts and throwing them in oh. the ocean. <laughs> yes, but we're not there quite yet. Because we start by going back to land, doing more training, and he's trying to do it blindfolded. Uh, you know, he's actually tr doing the program advance, but yes, he's doing it blindfolded. And I just had to make a note, first of all, that, you know, the look of his hair over his headband like that is, is cute. I like when his hair is down and it's just, like, messy. It's, it's always cute. Yeah, yeah. You can tell he's going to grow into a fine young lad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh things things are not going well with his training. He is uh kind of it's kind of going worse, his attempts to do the program advance. Probably because him and Hub are trying to do it blindfolded now. Probably. But, if it's all about becoming one with your navy, doing it blindfolded is not gonna help on either side. Yeah, considering, you know, sight is the one connection they have. <laughs> Well, they have found. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay. That's fair, but yeah, one of two. That is the one input connection they have. Yes, <laughs> but 
But yeah, and 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 Lan looks like and there's and like Lan's going on about how like oh no I can't be doing this or it's like oh I just want to get good and like I think like and I think he had like little tears at the corners of his eyes and it's like oh honey you're doing your best it's okay frustrated yeah but so he goes to Dex I oh I can't remember I, yeah I think it was like. I, no, I think it was in. like, yeah, yeah, because they, yeah, because they witness the thing between them and Higsby, and Lance just like, hey, these guys are sus as hell. Let's spy on them. And Dex is like, okay. And um, we get first, we get a really good shot of the boys like sneaking behind them, but like from far away. And I just really appreciate the faraway decks that we saw. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so they sneak up. Uh, the tall lads seem to disappear. And then, yes, the, suddenly the two boys are just, just just scruffed by these very tall, sh- like, Jawas. And I thought, like, they're, they're, they're held over the railing of, like, the platform they're on, and I just thought that they dropped them to the ground to kill them! <laughs> but no! Did you forget they're, they're over the ocean? Yeah, or, like, the water! I don't... I don't it, yeah, but, like, but yeah, they dropped them to the ocean, and, yeah, like, certainly not as instantaneous and guaranteed a death, but, like, still, goddamn. <laughs> they were at least trying to make them become no-shows for the upcoming match. Yeah. But luckily, Sal comes in time to save the both of them. Because Dex can't swim. Because Dex can't swim. So well, Lance, in the dumb Land says, like, oh, come on, you can swim. But, yeah. But, yeah, but luckily they are saved. Um, and Sal tells Dex that she and, her, and him are going to be in a tag team together against the tall Jawas. And I'm just like, oh boy. Yeah, and and it's like, Gutsman and Woodman, that's a fucking powerful duo. It is. They are the uh, very strong players. Mm Mm-hmm. But alas. uh, Yeah, alas. But yeah, uh, so they show up to the match. The Jawas are there. The Jawas actually reveal that they do speak because they go, you know, Blaster Man... The Jack and Power Up, yeah, the other Stone Man Power Up, and you know, Stone Man is still just a delightful little assembly of CG Minecraft blocks. I love him. He's so cute, though. Yeah, he's very cute. And the kid, the vines, it's all CG. Yes, I also didn't know about the CGI vines. Um, as well as the you know the three reject Wily kids being just very excited to see uh, Blaster Man and Stone Man fail at first. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They are on the other side during this match. Hmm. But yes. Um. Woodman attacks Stone Man with CG vines, and uh. Gutsman, you know, tries to punch Blaster Man, but as it turns out, these two are OP as fuck. They certainly are. Also, I noticed that Blaster Man has a W on his chest for Wily. <laughs> um, we are briefly reminded yet again that Chaud is still here and still a fucker, uh, because he throws shade at Woodman and Gutsman for a moment, I, and I wrote down the note, SHUT UP CHAWD in all caps once again. It's going to be a recurring note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Yahoot, like, very- Yahoot very quickly figures out that things are amiss here because, you know, ever since the two Jawas jacked in, they have not moved once, and he basically just- throws something spoons. to spoons yes spoons. but somehow the spoons are still able to cut through their pet ethernet cords um you know to clearly disconnect the p the jawas pets from the net navvies but no obviously they're still working and you know thus exposing them as 
solo net navvies with androids that they have been controlling all along and somehow like yeah they're yeah exactly and wiley's proud of them wiley is very proud of them he to them he's like ah ha, ha, yes now my program it's silver advanced and i'm proud of my perfect creations <laughs> yeah he's very proud of his boys although like he he never. I don't think he ever refers to them as his creations. In no, 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 I was paraphrasing. Oh, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Because yeah, it... we don't even really know the origins of these guys, which is like weird. Well, we do. Like he says it, or at least in the original, he mentions that he made them. Oh, I mean, I definitely don't. Re- it's possible he said it, and it didn't like fully sink into me. But like, I don't recall that. Because I was, because, like, I mean, it was, like, these guys feel like they should be, like, such a, f- a huge deal for this world. Like, where did they come from? What's their deal? But if they oh, are yeah, just... Wiley did it. Okay, well, yeah, so if Wiley made them, and, yeah, then that, yes, yeah, certainly, um, yeah, they are very much his kids, then. <laughs> and he programmed them to use their own independently crafted internal chip attacks. Wow. Yeah, that is impressive. But yeah, and then Chog also annoyingly makes a remark that like he like that he knows what's going on or like that he knows that solo net navvies are a thing. Oh, he doesn't. No. Oh. Yeah, like he sure shouldn't. Like honestly, just like like just this part in the in the tournament arc is just really funny to me. Like fucking imagine seeing something like this happen. This but is like a... learning that there's alien life, and then everyone's like, mm, well, uh, but uh, it's not illegal for alien life to run for president. <laughs> it's like... When they one just let these guys just... fight. They're, like, they're, they're imp- everyone's impressed, but still just like... It's still not nearly treated with the same amount of gravity as it should. <laughs> it should be treated with a lot of gravity, because this has implications so many implications for the world as a whole which are never oh, yeah. followed up on nope not once uh but yeah they get uh, expanded on we get more independent navvies but the implications are never followed up on nope 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 <laughs> logical world building and power network <laughs> but yeah so obviously blaster man stone man unfortunately uh you know, just c- completely wipe out uh, Woodman and Gutsman in short order. And, uh, yeah. Next up, it's going to be Commander Beef and Lan, and they are going to be massacred, or so everyone thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, yeah, I I just made a note, though, it's like, you know, after Blaster Man and Stow Man are done with poor Gutsman Woodman, you know, they 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 quickly know who their real opponents are. They call out Mega Man, Shark Man, and again, I, I still I made another note. It's just like they're just being allowed to still fight in this tournament as Netopolis Net Navvies. They sure are. And to mm-hmm. skip ahead, in the next episode, Higsby explains it's not against the rules. <laughs> It's not. I mean, you know, fair. It's like, obviously, there wouldn't be a fucking rule for this, would there? No, there wouldn't be. I mean, there's no rule saying that a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 operating on airbud rules. But at the beginning of this episode, the very start, we get uh, more of our favorite goth lesbian having, you know, a foreboding narration to herself about things to come. And she is doing this at the very top of this floating island's tower. And That's I'm like... You can possibly do it, though. I know, it is! Like, obviously this is the place to, but just like, how did you get up there? Uh, just like Count Zap, she can fly. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what? Yeah, I, 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 I want her to be able to fly, and so I accept that. 
Um, Another thing that's never followed up on in the series, but okay. Nope, nope, nope. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. They can just fly. We have Uh, bigger things that aren't uh, addressed. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I was saying we have have bigger things that aren't addressed in this series, so, you know, might as well just let someone fly. Yeah. Anyway, my theory is that certain people in Uh this world, Uh I haven't figured out what the connecting thread is yet, but certain people, they can cast the spell flight like a (laughs) D&D wizard once a day. Uh-huh. I mean, I've certainly... That's why I, I think I, we're flying all the time. Just right. certain things. Okay. Okay. Yeah, why Once not? Today, Fuck 10 it. minutes of flight. Alright, yeah, sure. There's nothing to disprove any of that in this world. There certainly isn't. But... And Yahoo okay. can just phase through walls, so... Yeah, that's true, he can just do that, so why the hell not? Oh my he gets god. He cast Misty form once a day. Yeah, I guess so. Everyone can just do this. Everyone has uh, a spell they can cast once a day and nobody ever talks about because it's normal to them. It's fine. It's perfectly normal. Like everything else in this world. So anyway, Commander Beef is sharing some red bean taiyaki with Lan and it's super cute and they are being good cute. friends and I'm here for this. Wait, isn't he still just being Mesa at this point? Yes. He is. Yeah. But they're the same person. I know, but like, you know, calling him by Commander Beef implies that he is being Commander In Beef. The persona, right, yeah. Yeah. In the dub, they say they are, uh, they say their power pastries full of jam. That's not wrong. It's not wrong, but, you know, obviously... You know, jam I mean, implies, yeah. I, Frankly, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just trying to think about how how I would translate taiyaki without just I'm, calling it taiyaki and making everyone absolutely confused out of their mind. And power pastry filled with jam is like, I mean, that works. Like it's just it's the it's like just it's a pastry filled with bean paste isn't it yeah yeah it's really good i love bean paste taiyaki and there are also jam taiyaki and chocolate taiyaki Ooh, yeah see i would eat those i've never really i've never been a fan of bean paste all right to each their own i think that azuki is a great bean yeah i mean you know uh it's definitely an acquired taste too but yeah, yeah okay. like chocolate and jam. Yeah, that does sound good. Oh, but does does Mesa say that in, in the original that they have calcium? They sure do. I well, first, like I guess if it was like actual ta- like actual Taiyaki. No, no, they... they mention that he has enhanced them with calcium. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because, like, in the dove, he's just like, oh, yeah, they're full of calcium. And it's like, I don't think these would be full of calcium, Mesa. But okay. Unless you made the taiyaki shell with eggs that you included the shells of. (laughs) Oh, but Mesa does also um, point out, even in the dub, that your earlier observation was correct. Uh, The fish that is, uh, you know, that Taiyaki is meant to resemble is the same that's on his apron. So, yep. you know, yep. even the dub, they uh, point that out. And so. in the original, they make a whole bunch of puns that are untranslatable. Yeah, uh, that's fair. You um, got but the feeling. In the, in the dub, though, they try to make it sort of just tie into uh, Miu's original prediction or almost like, or maybe it's like supposed to be like, uh, no, that's right. It's like a, it like Mesa spins it as sort of like an old saying, because um, you know the fish on his apron kind of has his eye like bead pop out, yeah. and he says like, when you spy a fish with the with a lazy eye, the truth will come out by and by. 
So, so and yeah, so really nice. That's I think that's better than the original because that's not just a lazy, stupid meta tie pun. Uh huh. That's a that ties into the theme. Yeah, and it makes and... him seem like a crazy sea captain, which is great. Yeah, and yeah, um, and it calls back to Mew's prediction because she, uh, yeah, she basically predicted that. Uh, Commander Beef's secret was going to be revealed to Lan today. At she least. Sure yeah. I, I can't remember if that was like the exact wording of the prediction, but it was pretty much that. That was pretty much it, yeah. So, um, it's so it comes time for their battle, and yeah. I just had to make a note that in the dub, you know, when they have the the names of everyone on the screen, when they show uh, Mega Man and Shark Man, names they just like this times they just have this times new roman ass font on the screen As <laughs> it, was, it was really funny because like you know i i imagine they replace like the japanese characters from the original they do or, whatever they want in the dub they really do <laughs> yeah like it, 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 to wrap up for just one second oh i'm sorry go ahead we didn't talk about how the other kids who were also there eating with Lan and Misa were using the Taiyaki to talk. God, you're right. I thought I, I thought I did. Oh, yes. I I think I might have just gotten my notes a little mixed up, but yes, they did do that. Yai and Dex are commenting on the upcoming fight, but like through their their little their little Taiyakis. It's very cute. Yeah, they're, you know. Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard the news? I also like made the note of like, do you know? Do you know? Have you heard the news? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, they very much like come off like that when they have them talk. I, oh. It was like immediate flashbacks. And then at the end, Miss Mari comments on because uh Mesa gives a nice firm, warm handshake to land and she's like oh well they do get along they're good friends aren't they and then she makes her two fish keys <laughs> so made a note about how lan comments that he'd like to bring a box of the taiyaki to, uh to commander beef and yeah and mesa is very touched by that by his uh you know thoughtful sentiment yeah because lan's a good boy sometimes yeah, he is a good boy. But unfortunately, Mesa cannot be there for the match because he has to go off and sell fish. Yeah, and you know what? Good cover, Mesa. Solid reason to disappear. And, and he not... says, I, I gotta sell the fish because I gotta keep my job. It's like, yeah, that's that's solid. <laughs> gotta make money. Um, And yeah, and it's good that he thought that because, you know, he was kind of doing a poor job at not acting like he's personally connected to Commander Beef when Dex talks about how weird he is. What do you mean weird? Commander Beef? You mean that wonderful, handsome, powerful man whom all the children- I heard he has a six-pack! I hear Commander Beef is fucking shredded! <laughs> and I just appreciate that, like, Dex responds by, like, telling him, Calm down, Pop! Yeah, pretty much. Yep. This is dead to them now. Okay, so into the match. Uh, yeah. Lan steps up there. Commander Beef just jumps into the ring. Yeah, he, he has a nice entrance. He kept Lan waiting a little bit, obviously because he had to, you know, disappear and then reappear. But yeah, he dives right in. Um, we also babies not the babies uh -huh. they're all adults they're cheering now now they are on the side yeah <laughs> man, bomber man they're like hey yeah who cares about that where are the independent net navies bring them out bring them out yeah they are very impatient <laughs> but lan is also being you know still being very nice and cute uh, by talking, by kind of gushing a little at Commander Viva, how excited he is to fight with him, like, oh, I really look up to you, yada yada yada, so yeah, he's being very, very cute. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Who wouldn't crush? Because, you know, in this universe, Commander Beef defeated another opponent in seven seconds. He's a he's a good strong net battler. He he defeated Duff McWhalen in like one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and so you know, once again, uh yeah, Blaster Man and Stone Man uh appear, and I'm just Still not over the fact that the officials are letting this happen. And, uh, but anyway, it's not against the rules. Um, some trash talk is exchanged, and I just find it funny that, um, Mega Man is the only Net Navi whose mouth actually moves when he talks out of this bunch. So, uh, yeah. It's fine. We don't have to animate everything. It's, no, it's fine. Like, I mean, it makes it makes sense for Stone Man and Blaster Man. A little less so with Shark Man, but it's okay. I get it. Like harder to make a, a Shark Man talk. It's fine because they yeah, do animate and, otherwise, and they have fun animating Shark Man. You can tell. Yeah. It, so uh, Stone Man and Bomber Man have gone Super Saiyan. They have. Before, hold on though. Uh, before we get into that, I think when. Uh, Higsby brings up in the original about how this isn't technically against the rules. I think in the dub they kind of just talk about like, oh man, this it sure is weird seeing like n- no other pair of net battlers at the other side of the arena. I wonder how uh having solo net navvies fight this tournament is gonna affect it. And I'm like, yeah, it sure is weird, huh? Probably gonna have a pretty damn huge effect on things. Probably. Yeah. But they ha- but before uh so man Blastman reveal themselves as super sane and still OP as fuck, Lan and uh Commander Beef have some good teamwork together. They perform a solid strategy to try and get a sneak attack on uh on their opponents. And technically it works, but yeah, uh they're super saiyan. As they explain in the dub, they have iron body. Yeah, iron yeah. body, it's a chip. So they can just employ their own chips without having a chip inserted into the external PET. Right. No, it kind of, like, in the dub, it kind of seems like the iron body is just like, oh, it means we're really strong against attacks. Which makes sense. At least, yeah. like, you know, just from the name of it. It does make sense. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, suddenly Stone Man just shoots at the ceiling and kind of rips a hole in the arena. You know, just open a black hole to the cyber world program, just as you do. Yeah, like, at first I was like, hey, what the hell did you just do? And it's like, oh, no, wait, you're stealing the, the you're stealing Shark Man, Mega Man out of there. Got it. They all and disappear. Every- yeah, they straight up disappear, and everyone's in shock, and it's like, yeah, you know what? This is probably why you, sh- you shouldn't have let the soloists fight, because they can do this. Yeah. And regular NetOps would not have been able to do that. Um, uh, yeah, but I think that if they could, one of the World 3 people would. Maybe, but they didn't, so we don't know if they can or not. Very true, very true. Uh, Higsby says that this is fighting out of bounds, just like in pro wrestling. <laughs> he does not say that in the dub. Why he, not? In, I don't know. He kind of was, in the dub. He's kind of just going on about like, yeah, they're outside of the battle arena network. They're moving across cyberspace. He's trying to track them using his strawberry computer. <laughs> yep, until it explodes. Yeah, yeah. apparently tracking them as they were going faster and faster was too much for his computer to handle, and it explodes. And uh, lovely Rubita gets another handwritten memo telling them that the council has decided that all participants will have ten minutes to return to the arena, or mm-hmm. they will be ring out and disqualified. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, great, I guess. But yes, so uh, the Blaster Man, Stone Man bring Shark Man, Mega Man to another part of the internet, um, 
they uh, they do plenty of teasing uh, at the bo- at the boys for you know needing net ops, which I don't know. I found amusing. <laughs> it, is very, it is very amusing, and they they just fight in between a whole bunch of different places through tubes and through planes and everything until they finally tumble down into uh, another place that is absolutely indescribable, other than yeah. a Windows background. Yep. Where- I mean, as as the rest of the Bow Network internet. Yeah, if we don't get anything as cool as that in the dub, as always. Okay, um, so then we get the catch, and during the hold on, catch, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're a little too fast. Just because I want to mention that you know while this is going on, like you know, Sharkman and or, I mean, fuck. Commander Beef and Land can't see anything on their PETs with their net navvies, uh, you know, out of bounds. And I just kind of appreciate that Land comments about, like, yo, this is definitely World 3. I'm getting really fucking sick of these guys. Thank you for saying that. I forgot to make a note about that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, yeah, I'm getting really sick of World 3. Well, it's always wily. It's it's always wily. It's always wily. I also just had to make a note of like we you know when they drop the uh when they drop the navvies into the new zone, um, we're just to read to a delightful drawing of Mega Man looking kind of smushed. It's really cute. Yeah. Um, okay. So the eye catch. Yes. For the commercial break. Yes. Is Commander Beef giving tips for how to eat taiyaki to Miss Mari, who is just over the hill about it. She loves it. <laughs> I love this recurring um, this uh, recurring motif of uh, yeah. Beef, aka Masa, and Mari being a pair made in heaven. Yeah, me too. Yeah. During the eye catches. I forgot the word for a moment there. Yeah, during the eye catches. And but, also yeah. somewhat during the actual show itself. Yeah, yeah. But Remember yes, our uh, first episode we were where we were all like, wait, I uh, forget, I'm pretty sure they did give Mas Maria love interest, and now I'm like, oh yeah, I remember, this yeah. love interest is the best love interest. It's good, because Ma- I, cause I honestly forgot how good Mesa is, actually. Oh, we just get so distracted in later seasons by other characters, but it's yeah. season one, this is Mesa season, we are here. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> He's the MVP. Um, but yes. So, uh, you know, Mega Man and Shark Man are in this new part of the internet. Uh, the soloists brag about how, like, you know, oh, you're disconnected from your naps. You, you, you know, you have no idea where you are. You'll never be able to do anything. But Shark Man does, in fact, recognize where in cyberspace they are. And he actually gets a damn good idea because he realizes that they are in the network for the lighthouse, and he basically, like, you know, hacks into it to make it, like, flash a, a Morse code signal that Commander Beef can see. So I was like, damn, that's a really fucking good idea. And then Sharkman reveals that he's done it. But the opponents, they go up to him, they're like, no, no, no. You think you can hack into the lighthouse? Shouldn't have spilled your brains, boy! <laughs> the reference, thanks. Oh, uh, but meanwhile... <laughs> you know, Look, I, I had to! No, you, no, you, absolutely, you did have to. Property. You had How to. It happening? was the lighthouse. It was the lighthouse. I, I'm i not mad at you at all. You did have to. I know for a fact we're going to have a seagull episode coming up, and so that'll be three lighthouse episodes. I don't even remember that, so that's going to be fun when we get to it. Okay. Anyway, Sharkman is a genius, and that was actually a really neat trick. Yeah. So, you know, Beef gets his signal, uh, gets what he means, so yeah, he realizes that they're connected in the lighthouse, so he basically dives off to go to the life house. Lifeboat. Fuck. Lighthouse. Not. To the okay. lighthouse via lifeboat. Yes. Yeah. And he shouts beef while doing it. Sure which is goddamn fun. does. Yeah. 
Um, but they get in front of the lighthouse and Blaster Man is like, oh, of course I predict, I expected that you might, um, you know, so, like, I predicted that your knobs might figure out where we are and come here. So I set up a defense against them. And it's the two androids that they were controlling previously. And, Absolutely. you know, they show up no and you're just... Yeah, like, you know, you know, obviously this is not going to be a problem for Khmer Beef. And as sure enough, he whips out this cool ass, like, shark or fish bone fish sword. Bone yeah, and has like a sick sword fight with, uh, <laughs> with the things to hold them off so Lan can start running to the top of the lighthouse. Because, of course, you cannot connect to the network unless you get to the top of the lighthouse. That's just how it works. Mm -hmm. The robots even try to pursue them up the stairs of the lighthouse, but once again, Commander Beef is right ahead of them, and he's got his electrified fishing net. Yeah! Cool! And, you know, Lan is starting to have his brain cells rub together, and be like, wait a minute, you're using a fish net, and you had a fish sword... But there's no time for him to like take the moment to rub his his brain cells together and have a thought. He he's gotta keep on going because uh, poor Mega Man and Shark Man is are getting beat up by a blank CG Rubik's cube they by sure Stone are. Man. He's <laughs> casting Earthquake, and when he uses Earthquake, he sends a whole bunch of little measure weights that have the meh face on them. Good. Um, uh, meanwhile, with Lan and Commander Beef, uh, they get to the top of the lighthouse, but they aren't yet able to plug in because the robots are still pursuing them. And I believe it's like there's like a point where they've grabbed they've grabbed onto Lan or Commander Beef or one of them. I don't remember how exactly it goes. All I know is that they're in they're in a tight jam, and what Lan does to basically shake them out of it and you know shake the robots off of them is to throw his battle chips at one of them. Yeah, pocket sand. <laughs> and what's really funny is that when I made this note, um, you know, the note itself is th is just throw your chips in all caps. But somehow, when I made this line in my notes, it 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 made it wrote it down in like a larger lettering than the rest of my notes. So it's just like big, bold, throw your chips. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it probably reinterpreted it as a heading. Yeah. No, that is, that is definitely what it did. I don't know. I am not sure. I'm just not sure how I made it do that, but it worked. Land through these chips. That's how. <laughs> the robots Shark are Man. not heard, and so Mesa, coming from the back, gets a big piece of metal in his shoulder, cuts it yes. open. Yes. And Lan is about to fall from the lighthouse down to his death. He would die, by the way. That is. Oh yeah, he would absolutely die. This, I I wrote down. This is another instance of Lan almost dying. Absolutely, his neck would break on that surface tension of the water. But he is grasped by the gentle and manly grip of Commander Beef, and that is when he realizes that those are Mace's hands. Really, they don't like. They don't make that really come across in the dub at all. They do, yeah. No, I don't. I it, I I didn't get that sense that that that's what they were trying to tell me at all in the dub. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Mesa. Yeah. Mesa pulls him back up, and and they have him over like. Oh, Commander Beef, you're hurt. It's like, you know, you go here. I'll I'll give you my PET. I'm too injured to do it. I trust you with Shark Man. And but and I'm I'm kind of just like, okay, boys, it's sweet, but this is not the time to talk. Your boys need help. Shark Man is struggling to hold up this giant earthquake attack from squishing the both of them. Please go and help him. It's large, completely unimpressed measure weights are falling on them. Yeah. But yeah, um so but luckily, you know, Lan is able to plug in 
give you know give his boys some instructions to free themselves uh you know mega man is certainly worried about shark man and it's very cute to see him care but shark man is like how to use life split with him ah and uh turns out they're running they're almost running out of time and the solo net navvies also know that one of them has to get back to the arena in time or they'll both lose and you know they won't be able to go farther in the tournament which seems like it shouldn't matter to them because like what's stopping them from you know just because they'll be disqualified if they don't show up which means that they can't go into any further tournaments i mean i guess but like they're kind they're very clearly able to like break rules so i don't know you can break rules but you can't fight again no they haven't broke uh, they haven't technically broken any rules your opponents after the battle kind of counts as breaking a rule it's breaking a sportsmanship but higsby points out that they have not broken any rules i guess but like i'm just saying there's nothing to stop them There's nothing to stop them from showing up to the next match, except the fact that they won't be put in any more matches, so therefore, any matches that they show up to after this will not be a match where they are officially a match-up, and therefore they will just be bursting into other people's matches and killing things. I guess. And that's not what Wily wants, because Wily... Yeah, like, that's what it has to come down to, obviously. They are... Performing mostly within the bounds of the rules, because Wiley obviously must have told them to, because he is a man of honor, sort of. But yeah, so you know they gotta get back to the to the arena on time. Sharkman is like, "Hey, I'm hurt, but like you just go on ahead, little buddy." And he makes a cool ass surfboard for Mega Man to ride. He sure does. Yeah. A magical crescent shark fin of light. Yeah, and it's really cool. And um, I also make a note that in the dub, um, you know, there's a point where Stone Man is trying to block him from going away. And he's like, where are you going, little man? Or something like that. And, Me- and Mega Man's just like, right through ya, Rocky! Because, <laughs> like, you know, so man, like I get that, but it's just funny. I like my note was, "What you, Rocky? But you're Rock Man." <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, the joys of translation when he's no longer Rock Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> what does he call him? Anything in particular? In does he even say anything? No. In no, okay. No. <laughs> Wish he yeah, said so... power, punk, but we can't have it all. I know, if only. But yeah, so uh, he catches up to uh, Blaster Man, Bomb Man, whatever you want to call him, and <laughs> hits him with a big old headbutt. Sure does. But they so both yeah, make they it. Bo- yeah, they both make it right back in time. And Cha is a fucking soon, and he's you know he, he he's impressed and proud of lan and mega man for being able to make it back in time if he clearly doesn't want to admit it does he but, say anything in the dub yes he was like oh, oh, oh i i'm i'm surprised you actually made it wow they are they add so much dialogue in the dub really he doesn't say anything at that point it, I, it doesn't even look like they're just like ad-libbing in like you know inner monologue i thought he His actually looked like he was is not moving he just looks at oh. it appreciatively and lets the animation speak for him oh <laughs> can't have that in the dub subtlety what's that <laughs> i know writers who use subtlety and they're fucking cowards <laughs> thank you garth Marenghi. <laughs> but yeah um so, you know, Bomb Man and Mega Man both show back up. So, you know, uh, they aren't disqualified. And at this point, I thought, like, that the episode is just going to continue on with just them two having their fight and, like, finishing the match. But no, they kind of, they come back and they're kind of just, and, like, it's announced that, yes, they're both still in the running. But, yeah, like, 
the 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 match is not going to continue for now. I think I can explain um, that. Yeah. Because previously we have learned that these matches mm-hmm. have a 20 minute time limit. For example, mm-hmm. earlier Commander Beef was running out the 20 minute time limit by playing with Jeff McWhalen oh. until the very last second. Right. Okay. I I see what you're getting at here. They're they yeah yeah and you know what that makes sense it makes sense that they still only have like certain amount of time for each fight and so by the time they get back they've just got to move on to the next scheduled match so yeah that's fair um so we so move yeah, on so... to land trying to unmask beef in front of everyone but well, hold, on, hold, on. hold on first we we get the sad update that Sharkman has been two weekends to be able to continue on oh, in right. the tournament. It doesn't make and, yeah, sense, but, but what? Yeah, I know. And yeah, but uh, so Commander Beef is still like congratulating Lan, saying like, "Oh, I'll be fine. You, you, you go on ahead. Um, I, I know you can do it." Yada yada yada. And he says something that like, yeah, that gives land one last tip and he gets like this very amusing like mischievous cat face when he finally figures it out i'm sorry commander beef but you just said something fishy (laughs) does he actually say that in the original no oh yeah they don't because they don't say that in the dub and you know what missed opportunity for both of them absolutely missed opportunity but the face that he (laughs) has Oh, it's so good. It's that I have closed face from the sprites of the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. But yeah, you're right. And immediately Lan is about to blow his secret to everyone. I'm like, oh, dude, come on, be a bro. <laughs> and why just as everyone's right. And why yeah, be right but... when you can be me in a terrible costume? What? <laughs> yeah. So just as everyone's starting to think, like, yeah, this he must be Mesa. Mesa is w- riding by on in his bike, and I, I love this. It's like you know, it's someone in a fucking uh Mesa costume, a full Mesa costume, doing a Mesa impression, just acting like, oh, you know, still just out here doing my deliveries. I gotta get moving before this fish foils. Yada yada. <laughs> yeah so everyone's like oh land you liar mace is right there this guy doesn't look like him at all and it's like you know fair can't argue with two mesas right there can't argue even though one of them <laughs> is like, acting extremely sus yeah it's like good job you successfully gaslit this child <laughs> he did he looked so betrayed <laughs> I also appreciate that, you know, Commander Beef, like, exits the situation immediately by just jumping off the cliff. He yells Beef and jumps into the sea to swim away. Yes, yes, he he yells Beef while doing it. I also (laughs) made sure to note that. But yeah, so, obviously, you know someone is in that fucking costume... (laughs) Pulling this off for Mesa, who is also just a surprise to see himself riding by. And yes, as it turns out, it's Miu. She's being a fucking bro and giving Mesa the ultimate alibi. She sure is, even though she declares that she will never do it again. (laughs) And in the dub, uh, you know, she in the dub, the episode ends... With her, like, echoing the earlier saying in a sing-song voice, when you when they see you a fish without its eye, the truth will come out by and by. Kawaii, kawaii, sakana no masasan. Oh, she sings in the, the original, too? She sure does. She sings what does kawaii, she sing? kawaii, sakana no masasan. And it means cute, cute masasan's fish. Oh, that is that's very good. <laughs> I very much appreciate that. I'm glad they had her sing in both versions. Yeah. And those are our episodes for this week. So yeah, they were definitely. Enjoyable. 
somewhat formulaic, but you know what? It was a fun time. It's fun because largely because, you know, we have Mesa and like like I said, the beginning of it I didn't really care so much, but once, you know, Mesa got got into the picture, yeah. Then it was fun. Yeah, Mesa's here. It's all good. Although the first episode, that little bit of, you know, Jealous World 3, that was kind of cute. Yeah, that's fun. I'd love to see more of that. I definitely, we are definitely going to see more of, like, you know, the members of World 3 kind of just, like, discussing amongst themselves, luckily, because, yeah, it was it was very enjoyable for this bit in the first episode. Also, the first episode, like, I, I'm going to say this every few episodes, but the animation was better than you'd expect. Yeah. The last two episodes and one before that, the two shot episodes and one before, though, the animation quality wasn't all that great, and it was kind of noticeable. So this episode, when they just went back to relatively standard animation and the lions weren't as thick and rushed, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, this yeah. is nice. They put all of the, um, you know, the attention to animation into uh, Chod's fucking hair flip. They did. That was so smooth. Somebody just really wanted to do that. Yeah. (laughs) I say as I'm animating hair. Yeah. (laughs) But you're doing it lovingly, so you understand. Oh, I understand. (laughs) And... That about wraps it up for this week's pair of episodes. Um, any parting words, Slob? Oh, just the same ones as always. Correctly. Uh, wait, And I will give mine. Podcast man logging out. Correctly. <laughs>